You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hey everyone, how's it going? It's Anthony Cazenza with CincyJungle.com and the Orange and Black Insider Bengals podcast. I hope you are all enjoying this draft weekend. And as we sit here on Saturday afternoon, Saturday evening for some of you, the Cincinnati Bengals draft class has been wrapped up through seven rounds. The Bengals entered the draft with 11 picks. They ended up using 10 and they traded around, I believe it was three times they made trades, one back, two up, uh, to get players that they wanted. They ended up with 10 players. And to recap all of the picks, round one, pick 11, Jonah Williams, offensive tackle from Alabama. Round two, pick 20, Drew Sample, tight end out of Washington. Round three, pick nine, or 72 overall, Jermaine Pratt, the linebacker out of North Carolina State. Uh, um Round four, pick two. This was a move up to get quarterback Ryan Finley from North Carolina State as well. That was number 104 overall. At 125 overall, Rennell Wren, the defensive tackle out of Arizona State. Round four, pick 136, Michael Jordan. Not that Michael Jordan, the one from Ohio State, who's an interior offensive lineman. Uh, And then they didn't pick again until the sixth round where they had three picks um, Travion Williams, the running back out of Texas A&M, Deshaun Davis, the linebacker out of Auburn, Rodney Anderson, another running back out of Oklahoma, Jordan Brown, the cornerback out of South Dakota State. It seems as if uh, there were more positive reviews of the Bengals picks on day three than there were on the first couple of nights. Um, I, I think the glaring areas that the Bengals did not address were wide receiver and edge rusher. You would like to have seen maybe a little bit of depth built on both of those spots, but apparently the Bengals are happy with who they have and rightfully so. I mean, if you look at the top three wide receivers, very few teams boast that the the wide receiver trio or the potential wide receiver trio that the Bengals have in AJ Green, Tyler Boyd, and John Ross. So, Apparently, the Bengals are um, not only confident in their ability to retain A.J. Green and Tyler Boyd for the long term, but also in what they can get out of John Ross. So uh, no wide receivers selected out of 10 picks, two running backs selected out of 10 picks. Um, and, and I mentioned this for those of you who follow me on Twitter. There are 
Uh, the Bengals made a concerted effort, and, and I saw someone here, uh, Jason Sears says ground and pound. The Bengals made a concerted effort this offseason, and really it started last offseason, to revamp their offensive line, and it needed a lot of work. They retained Trey Hopkins. They retained Alex Redman. They retained Bobby Hart. They also went out and got John Miller in free outside free agency. And then in this class, they drafted, as I mentioned, Jonah Williams, arguably the best tackle in the entire class. They get a blocking tight end in Drew Sample, uh, a guy who might do some work at tight end and H-back. Uh, and then you get two running backs, Travion Williams, Rodney Anderson. And before that, you get Michael Jordan, who's an interior offensive lineman. And then, of course, you look back to 2018 when the Bengals traded for Cordy Glenn and drafted Billy Price in the first round. So you sit here and you go, wow, they're, they are really making a concerted effort to rebuild that offensive line. Now what the, the five starters will look like, that's anybody's guess at this point and where some of these guys will play. Um, Michael Jordan's a really interesting pick because they did move up to get him as well, but he was also uh, a guy who played center and guard at Ohio State and uh, played center this last year after Billy Price was drafted by the Bengals. So a um, lot of connections, a lot of ins and outs there, but um, this is, look, this is an offense that is going to be predicated on a lot of play action, a lot of zone schemes, and that's why, uh, that's why some of these picks were made. Now, if you look at some of these picks, there, there are some glaring things that are, are obvious as well. And you look at it and you say, okay, well, the, the character level, the high character level of these players is obviously something that is, uh, was important to Zach Taylor. And it's, it's noticeable based on who they picked. There were no character red flags on any of these guys, and a lot of them were either captains of their respective teams and units that they played on. They were um, high character, high football intelligence guys. Now, a lot of them didn't didn't do you know for the the draft analytics guys and all of that. They did not 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 all these guys tested well. Um, some of them did, but not all of them tested well in terms of forty times and all of that. What they did, you know, Jonah Williams, the shorter arms. Uh, Deshaun Davis, the linebacker out of Auburn, not a good uh, pre-draft workout numbers that he had there. But you look at it and you say, what, what the Bengals did is they did character and they went to tape and they relied on a lot of tape. And they also relied on their, their new coaching staff and the connections they've made. Um, you know, Trevion Williams, uh, a Texas A&M running back. Um, you know, you look at some of these other guys, they're from bigger, some of them are from bigger programs and they had connections there. So, you know, I mean, they're, they used a certain formula and it may not have made fans comfortable, but uh, I think it, they like what they've done. They like who they picked and brought in uh, into the building. Again, I'm Anthony Cazenza with CincyJungle.com and the Orange and Black Insider Bengals podcast. Thanks for joining us this weekend. And thanks for, for all of your page views and for watching these Facebook lives and, and all that good stuff. We're wrapping up the NFL draft. The Bengals did get 10 picks again. Jonah Williams in the first round. Drew Sample, the tight end out of Washington in the second. Jermaine Pratt, the linebacker in the third. Uh, two fourth-round picks, Ryan Finley, the quarterback out of NC State. Rennell Wren, the defensive tackle out of Arizona State. Michael Jordan, they moved up to get him an off interior offensive lineman from Ohio State. Travion Williams, the running back in round six. Deshaun Davis, the linebacker out of Auburn in round six. Rodney Anderson, the running back out of Oklahoma, round six. And Jordan Brown, a cornerback from South Dakota State. If you're asking me what, who were some of my favorite picks of the weekend, 
Uh, I'll say Jermaine Pratt, the linebacker out of NC State. He is an inside linebacker by trade, but it appears that he's going to be a guy that they're going to use on the outside flank Preston Brown, at least that's the initial plan. They're going to flank Preston Brown with him. And, uh, you know, he, he tested well. He had a sub four six forty. Um, he's not the most fluid pass defender, but he made a few plays in the past defensive game. So he should be an upgrade to that unit. He's one of my, he, he I think was more of a late second round, uh, value that they got in the third. So I like that pick. I really, one of my favorite picks of the entire draft is Rennell Wren, the defensive tackle out of Arizona state. If you look at his, his testing and his, uh, physical stature and all of that, um, he's, he's a first or second round talent that fell to the fourth round. Uh, he's a guy that needs substantial coaching and needs to be reined in in terms of working within a system. He kind of goes rogue a little too much, but he is one of easily one of my favorite players in this class, and I think he could vie for uh, a starting or rotational role up front right away. Um, and then, you know, I, I like the two running backs. Um, I don't know that the Bengals will keep four running backs, but, hey, Joe Mixon missed two, two games last year with injury. Um, Giovanni Bernard tends to miss a couple of games per year with uh, dings as well. Mark Walton, last year's fourth-round pick, gone. Um, and these two guys, uh, Todd McShay said that Travion Williams was the steal of the draft. Again, a guy who ran just under 4'6", not, not blow, you know, blow you away speed, but uh, he, he's really patient, um, and he can do some things in the passing game. Again, play action versatile guys and uh, Rodney Anderson is a guy who probably would have been a first or second round talent but so many big injuries have caused him to fall and he's a guy that I think it provides great value in the sixth round so I you know I, I like those picks I do I do like the Jonah Williams pick in the first round um, you know the, the Bengals basically got the who they felt was the best player on their board one of their biggest positions of need in terms of long term I do like that pick. Probably not one of my absolute favorites, but uh, a, a good solid pick there. Um, so these are these are some of the uh, those are some of the best picks in my eyes uh, as the Bengals round out their first draft class. It, it, again, it's an interesting one. You know, they they tried to blend need. They tried to blend a couple of different things going forward, and um, you know, positional value. I, I think you know testing was. Some of the issue, uh, some of the things they, they maybe didn't look at for every single player, they kind of went to the film, character, football IQ. These are things that they valued. That's why they really liked Ryan Finley, the only quarterback that they, that they met with before the draft. Uh, we're going to get out of here. It's been a long weekend. Um, you know, uh, I see Greg Moore saying some great changes to come on offense. Um, yeah, and, and, you know, Deshaun Davis, not a great overall athlete, but – uh, heck of a leader and very productive in terms of numbers. So, uh, you know, uh, you, you got to like that pick, especially from a depth standpoint. Uh, keep it to Cincy Jungle throughout the, the rest of the weekend. We'll get you some more information, news, opinions, analysis, and uh, we appreciate all the support throughout the weekend. Enjoy the rest of the draft festivities. Whatever is left, it's ending up here. But uh, there are a number of undrafted free agents. That, that's the next part of the process. And the Bengals have usually been pretty good at amassing talent that way. So we'll see what they do there. Again, I'm Anthony Cazenza with CincyJungle.com and the Orange and Black Insider Bengals podcast. Check out our podcast. Check out CincyJungle.com. We appreciate all the support. And, uh, hey, 2019, it's officially kicked off. Have fun with 
anything else you do this weekend if you weren't glued to the TV like many of us were. Uh, enjoy the rest of your weekend. Support for this show comes from Fundrise. Buy low, sell high. It's easy to say, hard to do. For example, high interest rates are crushing the real estate market right now. Demand is dropping and prices are falling, even for many of the best assets. It's no wonder the Fundrise flagship fund plans to go on a buying spree, expanding its billion-dollar real estate portfolio over the next few months. You can add the Fundrise flagship fund to your portfolio in just minutes and with as little as $10 by visiting Fundrise.com Fox. Carefully consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of the Fundrise flagship fund before investing. This and other information can be found in the fund's prospectus at Fundrise.com flagship. This is a paid advertisement.